You're listening to the Creebo Shoe Podcast, episode 25. We played Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Welcome back to another episode of the Karibo Shoe Podcast. This is episode 25. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, the pink ostrich to my yellow iris, Chad. Hello again, everyone. So we got a great show lined up for you guys today. We got a, a really a special one for us. Um, and the, the reason being is we got to play Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. So we're going to we're gonna actually have some hands-on impressions of this highly anticipated game. And so we're very excited about that. We're also going to talk quite a, quite a bit about some news. And we're going to talk about what we've been playing. And we're going to get into that right now. So, Chad, what have you been playing the last week or so? So, you know, I've had three games that I've kind of been playing, and it's crazy because it's on a different. Each one is on a different console. Okay, uh, so very for the, good. The first one, I finally got a chance to pick up Metroid: Samus Returns for the 3DS. Very nice. Uh, I've always been wanting to play this game. I really don't know why I didn't pick this up at launch. I just right. wasn't interested at the time, I guess. But I did find a copy for a fairly good deal. Tried it out. This is an amazing game. Uh, really? I, I really, really like it. I, I, and I've barely even scratched the surface, surface of it so far. It's just I love how it controls and everything. And just Samus and, you know, the 2D adventure, kind of like this, the original this Metroid. This is a classic Metroid adventure right here, side-scrolling. Right. And it, yeah. it, I, I don't hardly ever turn 3D on until the first time I turn on a game. I'll yes. turn on the 3D, see what it looks like. So far, this one looks like it'll be pretty decent. I haven't played a whole lot of it to, to tell you that for sure. But uh, definitely be beating this game whenever I get a chance. I'll be playing through it throughout the week. Very nice. Yeah, well, I'm even more shameful. I bought it on launch day and still haven't played it. But uh, <laughs> I know one thing was we got a really lackluster special edition of this game compared to, like, Europe and Japan. So I know if we would have gotten that version, we would have probably both got the special edition on day one. For sure. But, I've, uh, I've had my eye on the Europe special edition, but yeah. haven't imported it yet. Well, this is definitely on my pile of shame. I really would like to try it out, and it's good to hear that it sounds like it's pretty fun. It, it really is so far, and I, I haven't had a whole lot of experience with Metroid games, but uh, as much as I like this, and I'll definitely be giving the others a try. Very nice. Uh, another thing I've been playing on the Switch this time is I tried out the Splatoon 2, the Splatfest, actually with you. Yes, so uh, we got to try out the new redesigned Splatfest from we, the 4.0 update. We did, and that was really cool. There was only two of us, and we could grab two other players and form our own team. Uh, that was kind of the first. I'm really glad that update happened. That was yeah, really nice. That was amazing. Um, it can be hard uh, to get four friends to play together on a Splatfest. As late as it is where we live, it usually starts at 11 p.m. And this is just awesome. It works just like Salmon Rod does, where you can uh, go ahead and get in a room and invite your friends. And then once you're, all the friends that you have join, you can just recruit more members. So it was a huge upgrade to the Splatfest. Yeah, and I, this, this is something, honestly, I thought would have been included from the launch of this game. But it should have been. Even though it took, what, 18 months or something now. I mean, I'm, I'm glad it's finally here, at least. Right. Me as well. That was awesome. And we uh, we chose Team Retro, and we <laughs> ended up in a 0-3 loss. We did. Team Modern took the victory. So You know, I was just thinking, um, we have lost almost every single Splatfest. I would say, what, 80, 90% of the ones we yes. played in? I wonder if we could sell our pick to just the general public. Hey, 
uh, Kribo Shoe is going Team Retro, and then everybody else can say, oh, okay, we'll go Team Modern, and we'll for sure win. You know, maybe we can make some money out of all of our pain. So something's uh, got to happen here. It's just <laughs> unbelievable. I just can't only really believe we keep losing like this. Yeah, especially as skilled as we yeah, are. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> final thing I've been playing is uh, Nintendo announced a, another mobile game. That's, oh yes, it's called Dragalia Lost. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Barely scratched the surface of this game as well. Uh, you're a, I guess, a human, and you can transform into a dragon at some point. And I've transformed into a dragon one time, and I mean, I just tore everybody up, just obliterated everyone in my path. Uh, so far, it's neat. The controls, you play with one hand pretty much. Okay. I, I grab it with two. Yeah. And when you're trying to move the, your character in a direction, and you, your thumb's kind of in the way or your finger, whatever you use, and you can't really see what's ahead of mm. you. That's my, really my only complaint yeah, right now. That's your biggest gripe. I'm still kind of in the tutorial, so. Yeah, no, I definitely want to try this out. If I'm not mistaken, this game came out the day we're recording, so it's very new. Um, it sounds like similar to the other mobile games Nintendo's released where they're all that one-handed. You could play yeah. Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, Super Mario Run, Fire Emblem Heroes, all yeah. with one hand. Yeah, so. Yes. Seems like that's kind of what they're leaning into. Uh, I know all the other previous uh, mobile games that Nintendo's released have also had like versions on the iPad. So I wonder if this game might not would be a little better on an iPad where your fingers wouldn't get so much in the way. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah I'm sure that out. I'm sure it'd help. Okay, well, um, so I've been playing some stuff as well. Also, some random stuff, kind of like you. It's not just like typical, where it's just a few Switch games. Yeah. Uh, of course, I played in the Splatfest with you. We talked about that. Um, I've been, I've gotten into another Nintendo mobile app, and that is Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. You know, um, I just re-downloaded this to my phone uh, a couple of days ago, and just kind of from all the hype with the new Animal Crossing that was announced on the Switch for 2019. And you know, this is a game that it's not a full Animal Crossing game. I mean, there's there's no denying that at all. Um, and uh, you know, I when I when this game initially came out, I played it for I think a day, and I was just it, it was it wasn't what I was looking for, so I promptly deleted it. But you know, they're they're running a they have these events now they run, so right now they're doing a Splatoon event, and uh, so that's really what got that's the other thing that got me into it. And so I've actually been having a lot of fun with it. Um, if you're not going in expecting a full Animal Crossing experience, there is a lot, and they've added a lot of stuff since launch. There's a lot of different things. Things you can do that weren't there whenever I played it at launch. So um, still, it's very, it's still very basic compared to like an Animal Crossing New Leaf. But uh, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm playing it, you know, 30, 45 minutes a day. And it's just something nice about it. And it is HD Animal Crossing, which we're going to be getting on the Switch. So it kind of gets used to that look. And I think Animal Crossing looks great in HD. I just can't wait for it on the Switch. I'm in the same boat as you. You know, I've been meaning to pick up Animal Crossing Pocket Camp and get back into it again. I, I, when it launched, I downloaded it day one. Probably played it for about a month. Pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, but just kind of no one else was interested. I know you quickly put it down and some other friends just didn't weren't interested. So I kind of fa- I fell off it. Yeah. Uh, Dude, you need to download it. I, get back in. I didn't know about this uh a Splatoon event going on, yeah. so I'm, I'm all it's, in. I'm gonna go home and play it. I missed the. They had a fishing tourney where you were catching squids from Splatoon, and I missed out on that by just a couple of days. But oh. they're still selling the fortune cookies that have Splatoon exclusive gear in them for another ten or fifteen days here. So you need to get in, and we can uh, meet up with each other and check out each other's campers. 
uh, I know one of the um, go, one of the, they have different goals that will let you get materials, and one of the goals was to give kudos to a friend. So I pulled up you, your account and went to your trailer and gave you kudos. So if you download it, you may see that. Oh, very nice. <laughs> and if you uh, re-download, do you have to pull weeds or anything? Nope, nothing so, like that. A weedless town. I love it. Yeah, it was just how I left it. That's perfect. All right. <laughs> uh, the other thing that uh, that actually we've both been playing was uh, when you when you were over recording the podcast with me at my house and we played the Splatfest, we also played some more of the Capcom Beat-Em-Up Bundle on the Nintendo Switch. Yes. And uh, so we started out with, I thought, well, we'll just try you know each of the games for a little bit and see how they're doing. And that's kind of what we did. The first game we played, we played for just a a little while um but then the second game we tried we just kind of fell in love with and we ended up just playing that and we played it all the way till the end and that is um uh the game battle circuit and i had never heard of this game i had no idea what to expect it's just a crazy beat-em-up crazy characters crazy enemies just the whole thing was just bizarre but also very fun it, it really was you know i was i saw on the cover that there was a pink ostrich and i was just kind of curious what what game he was associated with i had no idea he'd be a playable character <laughs> so yes this, that was kind of your main character you played it was, as, I, pink I tr- ostrich. tried out quite a few but pink ostrich won out in the end and uh you're you're a pink ostrich and someone's riding on you and you can kick the, your enemies and just classic beat them up style but as an ostrich and i absolutely yes. loved it pretty awesome yeah, and I um, tried a few characters till I landed on Yellow Iris, and that was who I played with from then on out. She's kind of a, I don't know, like an, um, just a kind of a tall, slender woman. But the thing that really uh, I liked about it was she has a little pet that goes beside her, and I thought it was a squirrel. It looks like a squirrel. Um, looking on the Wikipedia page for this, it calls it a fox. That did not look like a fox to It really me. did not look like but, a fox. But I, I'm just going to go with squirrel because that's what it looks like. And I just <laughs> fell in love with her having this little squirrel friend that helps you attack. And, we, uh, we, we just is, destroyed the enemies. I mean, we, I'm sure we looked very fierce too. Exactly. With the, the squirrel slash fox and the ostrich. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, I... I just couldn't believe how much fun this game was and that I'd never heard of it before. So I, I did I did a little research on it and come to find out, well, the reason I haven't heard about it is it's never been in North America before. Um, this was released in Japan and Europe only, and it was released all the way in 1997, which, hey, that's a, that's a long time ago. But, our, you know, that's, a, that's pretty late for like an arcade beat-em-up. And come to find out, this is the last beat-em-up that Capcom released for the arcades. And um, so... It being included in this Capcom beat-em-up bundle is its first appearance in North America on arcade or any console. So this is the first chance any of us have gotten to try it. That's crazy. I had no no idea that it was just released in Japan and Europe. That's I'm really glad we got a chance to, to play it ourselves. Me too. So yeah, that's just one of the seven games in this bundle. And uh, I don't know if any of the others will measure up to it. But honestly, after playing this, I think I would have paid the $20 that the whole bundle is. I would have played, paid it for this game alone if had I known uh, how fun it was. Right. So. And I, I was kind of wanting to, for us to track down an actual arcade of this to I, play. It's going to be very tough. We're going to have to go overseas <laughs> to do that, I think. It doesn't look like it'll happen anytime soon. So that's what we've been playing in the last week, and we're going to move into our news. So getting into the news, um, we've got several items to talk about. One of these is one that you actually brought up, Chad. How about you tell us about the the Super Mario Party cartridge that was found in the wild? You know, I, I couldn't believe this when I read it. Uh, Nintendo Life is where I was looking, and they said a Super Mario Party, just the cartridge only for the Switch, was uh, found in an airport uh, somewhere in Washington, I believe. 
And uh, some some lucky guys put it on eBay after he found it, and it sold for a whopping seventy one hundred dollars. Yeah, that's insane. Especially, I mean, it's it's supposed to come out next week, I believe. Yeah, it's coming out next Friday, like October fifth or something. I mean, it's still a ways out. And when this was found, I'm sure that was several days ago. I think they said it was ten days till the game was released. Yeah, that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Someone would pay that much just for a cartridge. And honestly, I, they showed the back of the cartridge in a picture I saw. Yeah, it looked kind of crummy. It looked really bad. Part of the plastic was missing, and it just it didn't look like it would work. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you got to wonder if it was maybe a Nintendo employee that lost it or maybe like a game reviewer because I know, you know, Nintendo sends out the games early to different publications and websites. But right. either way, someone's probably in pretty big trouble, whoever lost it. I, I would say, yeah, they're probably not real happy with them. So I, I thought that was pretty interesting. I wanted to tell you it about is. that. How come we can't ever come across something like that? Oh, it'd be so hard to sell it. <laughs> I'm going to keep my eye out. Exactly. Um, another news item we have, and I thought this was a good one. Um, there was some speculation on the on the cloud saves that Nintendo offers with the Nintendo Switch Online subscription that if your subscription lapsed, that your saves would just go poof, you know, the ones that were in the cloud. But uh, IGN has actually asked Nintendo, and Nintendo responded, and they say that they'll let you recover your cloud saves up to six months after your Nintendo Switch Online subscription lapses. So if uh, if your subscription lapses and maybe you're not playing your Switch a lot at that point and you don't realize it until a few weeks later or something, as long as you re-up your subscription, they'll still be there up to six months. So I think that's plenty fair. Yeah. Uh, you know, because since I don't like that they're tied up into your subscription, but since they are, I mean, it makes sense that uh, that they'd have to go away if you don't have a subscription anymore. But exactly. Nice to know that you'll have six months to get another subscription to get those saves. Right, and you know, I don't unless something happens, I just lose interest totally in the switch. I don't think my subscription will lapse. But right, not going to happen to me or you. Yeah, but, it, uh, if it does, that's really nice to know that I won't lose everything. That's right. So it's good. It's good <laughs> to see that. Um, another news item here, and I think you were told, told me about this as well, is Capcom's announced that they're going to be releasing the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy on Nintendo Switch in early 2019. So I think these are the original three games that were on the Game Boy Advance back in the day. Oh, wow. Uh, now, I've played, I think, the first one, and I don't remember if I beat it or not, but uh, these are some pretty neat games, kind of games that are unlike a lot of others, and it's nice to see that they're coming to the Switch. Um, for sure. It I've, seems like we're seeing a lot of collections like this, and Capcom's been really good with it, with the Mega Man collections, the Street Fighter collection, the beat-em-up bundle. It just seems like every other every month or so they're coming out with a new collection, and it's nice to see that on the Switch. For sure. I've never played a Phoenix Wright game before, so uh, I'll definitely be trying to pick this up and give them a try. Yeah, and another thing, if you don't have to have it right at release, it seems like these uh, Capcom bundles usually go on sale fairly quickly, too. Yeah. So, you know, I, I know it's three pretty old games but and i don't even know what the price is going to be but it seems like a lot of these i know the Mega Man collections we were able to get those for really cheap just a few months after they released so uh good to see that kind of stuff coming to the switch um another uh thing that i saw and this really surprised me but level five has released professor layton and the curious village hd on both ios and android this week so this is the very first professor layton game released back on the nintendo ds and uh, it's nine ninety nine, and uh, I don't know, man. Hopefully, this this points to a trilogy coming to the Switch because I I would absolutely love to have these three games on my Nintendo Switch. I was so excited when they announced this. I immediately got on the App Store and was check checking it out. And mm-hmm. uh, only it looks thing, great. It, it really does. It looks very very impressive, uh, especially from a DS up to HD. That looks really good. 
Uh, yeah. 999 is the reason I didn't download it, though. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's not a bad price. It's really uh, not. It, it's just people aren't used to spending that kind of money on a phone. You know, that's the whole deal with Super Mario Run, how it um, didn't perform to Nintendo's expectations because they wanted 999 for it. Uh, but um, I, I just hope that uh, as a way to recoup their cost for, for, um, for remastering these games that they do put out a, a collection on the Switch, kind of like this Ace Attorney. To me, that would make so much sense. Do a Professor Layton trilogy of the first three DS games, and if that sells well, go ahead and do the three three DS games in a new and in a second trilogy. Exactly, would be awesome for sure. So definitely something to keep your eye out. And uh, I mean, if you if you uh, don't have a Switch or you know haven't ever played a Professor Layton game, hey, for ten dollars you can play the very first one. It's a great game. I, it's it's really been good. years since I played it, but it was an awesome game and it'll get you introduced to both the professor and his young apprentice, Luke. Very nice. So um, something else to look for there. And then uh, the last bit of news I had, and I just discovered this today, I had to run over to Best Buy and pick something up on my lunch break, and they've got a, uh, a Nintendo Switch uh, demo unit there. And uh, I'd never actually looked at it before, but I thought, you know what, I should just see what's on there. Um, and sure enough, I was super surprised to see uh, that there's a Super Mario Party demo on at least the, our local one. I'm assuming it's at most Best Buys that have one of these systems. And I've also heard that a lot of targets are getting it too. So if you've wanted to try out Super Mario Party, I mean, there's not like a demo on the eShop or anything, but if you've got a Best Buy or a Target around that has one of these Switch systems, go and check it out. You might be able to try out the game before it comes out. That's really cool. You know, every time I go in Best Buy, someone's always at the, the right. demo station. I, I don't even pay attention to what they're playing. It's probably exactly. something I've already played, you know, but I was super surprised to hear this. That's really yeah. cool. Seems like most of the demos I see on that are games that came out a long time ago. Yeah. And so I just kind of gotten into the habit of thinking, oh, Nintendo doesn't ever put anything new on there. But that's definitely worth checking out. If, if you're at one of those stores and no one's on it, just check it out. You never know. There may be a game on there that hasn't been released yet. And it's kind of like Super Mario Party's on there right now. So we're going to have to get over there and try it out so we can give our impressions. That'd be <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad. It seems like these demo stations are kind of making a comeback. I, yes. This is how I tried out a lot. Lot of games when I was younger. If I oh, wanted to, definitely. I have great memories, especially of going to Toys R Us. They would have basically every system there with a different game on it. And I would just spend hours trying out games that I couldn't afford or, or you know, or that I was hoping to get someday. So yeah. I love to see this. Uh, our Target here locally didn't have a um, Nintendo Switch demo station, but it looks like one's coming. So again, I've heard that the ones that have them has this demo as well. So very cool. Something to look for if you've got a, a Best Buy or a Target in your area. And uh, that's going to do it for the news, and we're going to go ahead and move into our main topic, and that's the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Demo event that me and Chad attended. So our main topic today is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and we attended one of the Best Buy demo events that Nintendo is holding right now, and uh, I think this is going to be at 10 different Best Buys, and there was one uh, a little ways away from where we live, and we thought, you know what? We've got to go try this out. It's going to be worth the drive. It give us something to talk about on the podcast. And, hey, we get to try Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I mean, you did, not a hard sell for me and you. Not at all. So uh, so you came over, and we recorded last week's podcast, played the Splatfest, did all that. But uh, I'll tell you what, I was just so excited for the next day because we were headed down to Dallas to play this game. 
And uh, I know my alarm went off at 540, and I woke up with a start. I was ready to go. Same here. I, I barely got any sleep the night before. Yeah. <laughs> so we uh, we we got on de- down the road. It was a, a, a kind of a dreary-looking day, but we had smiles on. And we got down to the Best Buy at 8 a.m. They opened up at 10, and that's when the event started. And uh, whoa, were, the, were you surprised when we got there at 8 you know, when we woke up at 540, I was already like, why are we doing this? Just I, could, I couldn't believe it. I think we're going to be there way too early. Best Buy doesn't open until 10 o'clock. We're going to get there at 8 o'clock. When we pulled up and I saw umbrellas and it looked like tents, but they were big chairs and everything yeah, yeah. people were sitting in. And I was just like, oh, great. There's some people ahead of us. Well, they were already wrapping around the building. Yeah, so we went from we're probably going to get here way too early to oh we did not get here early enough. Maybe. Exactly. Yes, um, that was a hard thing. It's hard to. It was very hard for me to decide. Hey, what time to leave? Because it was a drive. We couldn't just go and check and then go back home if no one was there. It's like once we were there, we were there. So I thought, well, if we got there two hours early, surely we'd be one of the first. But I don't know. I, I would guess we were probably about sixtieth in line. What would you say? That, that sounds about right. Yeah, there's quite a few ahead yeah. of us. But, of course, by the end of the day, there was way more behind us. So there, there really definitely was. a good thing that we got there when we did. And uh, in, in case anybody else has gone into one of these events, just get there as early as you can. That's that's my advice. For, for sure. You know, we, we had some entertainment while we were sitting there waiting and everything. So it was uh, it was very cool. We did. It was fun just to see everybody that was there. And, uh, of course, we brought our Nintendo Switches, and we kept trying to play uh, a match of Rocket League. And the weather just wouldn't cooperate. It just kept raining on and off on and off the whole two hours we were outside it was really bad the whole drive up there you know there'd be a sprinkle here and it looked like it was gonna rain but it never rained yeah even our weather app showed oh it's not gonna rain till later on in the day so we thought we're good so we had our chairs all set up well it starts raining and uh thankfully i'd went the day before and gotten these uh these cheesy umbrellas that clipped onto these camping chairs I had. But, man, I was so thankful I did because it Me started too. pouring and we were able to stay somewhat dry. It was crazy. And a lot of people didn't think as good as you did. And they, they were just sitting there. I was like, well, we're going to make it to move up a few spots in line. I don't believe anyone ahead of us got out of line. Yeah, there were there were some diehards out there because it, it got to where it was just pouring. And there was just people sitting there just taking it with no umbrella, no raincoat. And, uh it was quite the scene. It, it really was. And as we finally made the transition into the store, there was water everywhere on the floor. Yeah. People were trying to just squeeze their clothes, trying to get all the water out. It was all going on the floor. Yeah, there was, was I watched a guy wring out his shirt on the floor. It yeah. was just disgusting. Uh, <laughs> I feel sorry for whoever, whoever had to clean up that Best Buy at the end of the day. Don't you know? You know, you know they were glad this demo event was over. Yeah, so th- so they, they opened up the doors at 10 and uh, we got in, I'd say, within 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. And then we had to wait in line uh, inside the store for quite a while as well. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, it is what it is. And uh, I think uh, I was looking and it looks like we got the, we got to uh, right, got to the start of the line about 10.50. So a little less than three hours from when we arrived, we were next in line to play. And uh, so <clears throat> one of the reasons why I thought the line moved pretty quick was there was more demo stations than I thought there would be. I really, I had just seen one video and it was of the New York Best Buy. And I could, in the video, I could only see that there was two demo stations. So I thought, man, even being 60th, we're going to have a long wait. 
But uh, this Best Buy, at least here in Dallas, I think they had six stations, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. And uh, so the way it was set up was it was uh, all four-player matches, four-player free-for-all, no teams. And it was they would make sure there was four people at every station. You couldn't do three or two. It was four on every station, no matter what, or you couldn't get through. So that's, that helped move it along pretty well. Um, another thing that was different about this setup is the controller situation. So me and Chad are long-time. Smash Brothers fans, and we've always used the GameCube controllers. That's not only our preferred way, it's like about the only way I can even be decent at the game. And as we got closer, we realized, okay, it's all pro controllers here, which, hey, that's better than if they had made us play with Joy-Cons. I'm not trying to complain here, Um, but I I realized, oh, this is going to be a little bit of a a tough thing to try to learn this on the fly. Right, yeah, (laughs) same same here. I saw they're using pro controllers, and I I always wanted to try... uh, try the pro controller on smash right but not when i'm playing against other people that yeah. i don't know <laughs> and i think i overestimated it. i thought i'd be able to pick it up pretty quick well i, I really didn't <laughs> i did i didn't either I, I was surprised how how tough it was honestly and like you said the four players on each uh, station we didn't even get to play together yeah so there was a group of i think it was three people ahead of us yeah and uh when when they needed a fourth because like i said the nintendo reps wouldn't even let you through to play until there was four for each station so they kept saying hey one of y'all go and we're like no no we're together and they kept asking people behind us for one person but i don't it didn't seem like there was anybody there was by themselves so eventually we just had to split up so did. you played with three randoms and i played with three randoms <laughs> and i lost <laughs> i did as well um, but at least I, there was some seemed like some fairly annoying people in the line, and it didn't seem like we got matched up with any of those. So no, um, yeah. no, they, everyone I played with was super polite and courteous, and they they yeah. made the game really fun. It was kind of a learn. No, nobody was honestly very decent because I imagine this is the first time they're ever using pro controllers too. Yeah, and and everybody's first time playing Super Smash Bros. Yeah. Ultimate as well. So. So what did you think? Let's get into the game. What did you think about it? So the the it was two timed matches. It, it, exactly. What, would you say it was two and a half to three minutes long? Something each, like that. Somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. They went really quick. Right. They they really did. So uh, my first match, I chose Ridley as my character. I really wanted Very nice. someone else on our uh, team use the Inkling. So I was like, well, I didn't want to pick the same character. Right. So I chose Ridley. Uh, I just don't know any of his move sets. It was very difficult, but the guy that used Inkling, he wasn't very good either with the Inkling, right, of course, yeah. new characters. It's, it's, you kind of have to balance. Do I want to play as someone that I can maybe win as, or do I want to try a new character? Because I want to win, but also if, if you go and don't even try out a single new character, it's like, well, why did you play in the first place? You know, it's kind of a, you had to weigh your options. There. I really want to try a new character. Otherwise, I would just stay home and play the Wii U version exactly. of Smash, honestly. So uh, how is Ridley? Is he, would you call him more of a heavy character? Definitely, definitely a heavy character to look like. And I would, would try to use on the GameCube, it's the C-stick over or yes. you hold over and charge A. Uh, I kept hit pushing the B button because it was yeah. a little lower. And that was really messing me up because it's kind of a weak over side attack. Yeah. Uh, but I, I finally thought I got the hang of it until I just jump off the stage. And it, it was yeah. really bad. The jump button, everything was really messing me up. Yeah, so say what you will about the GameCube controller. I know the uh, the face buttons on the right side are, are goofy. One of them big, and some of them are like bean-shaped. But when you're used to using a controller like that, then when you get a controller like the Pro Controller for the Switch, the buttons are just not where you're expecting them for Smash Brothers. And I love the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller on any other game, but it's going to be a struggle to learn how to play Smash with it. And I don't know, I may just stick with the GameCube controller. Same. I don't know what I'll end up doing. And another thing, they items were turned 
and Dawn. That's true. Me and you aren't really used to playing with items. No. So we're more just... I prefer more the pure experience. We're pretty much all skill. We don't yeah. need items to help us win. <laughs> to turn the tide. Exactly. Because, yeah, yeah that, I think that's why I lost. Someone hit yeah. me with a, uh, a cuckoo, a cuckoo, whatever, yes. from Zelda. Yes. And the chickens just swarmed me. Oh, that's and hilarious. threw me off the stage. I was like, really? <laughs> so I went and got my revenge. But at the end, I mean, we were all very, very close on our side. So that was your first match? That was my first match. So my first match, um, of course, someone chose uh, uh, Ridley. So I chose Inkling because those are kind of the newer characters. So, right. And, uh, boy, uh, I like the Inkling. I'm really looking forward to uh, to trying them out and learning them. But I did really bad as it because I didn't know any of the moves. And I couldn't even figure out how to refill my ink, which you really need to do much damage as the Inkling. Once you run out of ink, you don't do a whole lot of damage. Gotcha. So, yeah. uh, uh, but there is, and this we could get into this on the character select screen. Um, when you would select a character in any previous Smash Brothers, you'd have to bring your hand down to the character and press A, and it'd cycle through the costumes. Well, now when you do that, it kind of shows you a grid of all the different costumes available. And I think there was six or eight Inklings available, and it, it, I like how they did that, where you can see all the costumes at a glance. Yeah, uh, I thought that was a neat addition for this version of Smash Brothers. Yeah, I, I'm really that way. You don't just have to keep on clicking and clicking until you find your right costume. Exactly, then, wondering, oh, is this the last one, or is it gonna, or is there more? You know, you can see exactly how many there are for each character. Right. So, yeah, no, that's that was, cool. And of course. You also picked the stage first now, which was different. That was different. Uh, it's funny. The guys I was playing with, you know, we started and it said stage select. And one of the guys is like, oh, can we go back? I, I don't know which character I am. And I'm like, no, you pick the characters later now. And he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. So that's a big change. It really is. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like it because now you can choose a character based on if it would be strong on that stage or not. Right, for sure. Yeah, I believe we played on the, uh, the it was either Battlefield or Big Battlefield. I'm not, we yes. played on the Battlefield stage. Same here. That was the first stage I played on was the, was the Battlefield. Gotcha. And uh, so, yeah, I didn't do too hot. And, again, the items kind of got in the way. I got hit by a Donkey Kong hammer once for a <laughs> knockout. Um, I'm just not a huge fan of items. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. That was the way we had to play. Um what about your second match? So my second match, I uh, someone picked the Inkling and then someone picked Ridley. Right. So I was uh, I was stuck with the character that I had played before. So I decided to pick Pikachu out of all the other characters. Very nice. Um, I'm a fairly decent Pikachu player, I think, and not not the best for sure, but I can survive. And I did much better my second. Very match. nice. Yeah, I really did. The only uh, drawback was someone used Link, and they were pretty good with Link. Were and, they uh, Breath of the Wild Link? It was Breath Costume? of the Wild yeah. Link. Yes, nice. and they they did beat me. And uh, it was actually a girl, so that kind of that kind of hurt. Well, <laughs> she was very good at Smash, though. So, yeah, the second match uh, I played as uh, the villager. He's one of my favorite characters from the uh, Wii U version. You're very good with the villager on well, the Wii U version. I'm very good at trolling with them at the very <laughs> least. And I, again, I did a lot better. I actually got a few knockouts with the villager. Um, and we played on the Animal Crossing stage, which I think oh. was from the GameCube, but it's all like nice and HD now. So mm -hmm. it was neat to see another stage. Uh, again, didn't get first on it, but uh, it was just a blast. And it, it just, it, man, it was all that, all that driving, all the waiting, all that build up. And I'm telling you, when I when when I got through that line and picked up the controller, my hands were just sweaty. I had to just wipe them on my hands because I was just, I was just ready to go. Uh, and then it seemed like just a snap of the fingers, and it was over. It was yeah, like two and a half minutes goes by really fast when you're having so much fun. Exactly. My, I, I could have sat there for hours. I think. And I, I was so nervous the entire. Time time I was playing, I forgot even how to play Smash Brothers. Just, <laughs> I didn't even remember what to do. 
Yeah. It, it was just such a cool experience. And like you said, it was, we waited for three hours, drove for two, and it was over within 10 minutes. You know, 15 minutes we were done and walking out the door. And to me, it was totally worth it. It, it was. Yeah, I would do it again for yeah, sure. Exactly. So, uh, but uh, as you finish up um, the, the the Nintendo rep, and there's, they've got a rep watching every single uh, console. Well, this is uh, there is there was a lot of, impl- of of people there watching over, and you had strict instructions to you couldn't take a picture of just the screen. If you took a picture, there had to be people in it. You couldn't take a picture of the character select screen. It was pretty high high security there. Um, but well, as you finish up, the the lady that's or, or man that's watching over you, they would hand you uh, some some goodies, and we got some Super Smash Brothers pins, a set of two. And I was really happy to get those because uh, I wasn't sure if we were going to get anything out of this or not so. I, I wasn't either you know i've seen some videos where there were some pins uh they were giveaways but i, yeah. I don't see one laying on the table so well do you have to win these or what yeah uh, so i thought that was really cool that you get those for just uh trying them out yeah and uh that, that was really cool and also, um, they were having some Super Smash Brothers posters they were handing out, and we were inquiring as to how to get one because they didn't just hand you one, and you had to be a My Nintendo uh, uh, member, and then you could use your app, and they could scan it, and you get a poster. So of course, of course, we're we're, we're veterans, we're My Nintendo members, so <laughs> we just pulled it up real quick, and we got our poster as well. And it is, we we were thinking it was the same size as like the Mario Odyssey and the Breath of the Wild launch posters that you got, and it is. I, I found my other two, and it goes just perfect with them. So I want to hang really, all these up so bad. Oh, I know they would look great. Um, the only thing we didn't get was uh, uh, all the reps were wearing these awesome black uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate hats. And they had some extras, and we could not figure out what the criteria was to win one. And whatever it was, we didn't meet it because we, we didn't get a hat. But uh, They were also offering some uh, some matches for glory, some competitive uh, gameplay, which they were. Uh, we, we got a wristband to, to do it, but we didn't, you were going to have, we were going to have to wait for an hour or two. And extra. we both had other plans back where we live in our hometown. So we weren't able to stay around and I, I doubt we would have done well enough when it happened no. any either though. So, uh, but all in all, I thought it was a lot of fun. I had a blast. I'm sure I'm glad you went with me. It oh, was yeah. uh, way more fun with two than just being there by yourself and, it's nice to know there's someone else out there willing to sit in the rain to play Smash Brothers for five minutes. So even though you had to wait in the rain and drive for many hours and uh, lose the matches, you still really pumped about this game? Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. I loved how it played. I can't wait to play it at home and where I can learn and go at my own pace and use my own controller. A GameCube controller. A GameCube controller, and I, I can't wait to just unlock all the characters uh, we still don't know what the single player is going to be like. We still know there's at least two or three more characters to be revealed. I am um, super pumped for this game. I believe uh, Sakurai said that we would know all the characters before this game releases. Uh, you yeah. never know, though. You, they could be some mystery characters still in there. But so far, I'm very impressed with the lineup, and I, I just can't wait. Yeah, no this uh, this is this is a worthy successor to Smash Brothers on the Wii U. I'm very excited about it, and I can't wait for all of our listeners to get to try it. So same here. So yeah, that's gonna do it for today. We want to thank everyone for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Before we leave you today, we want to go over a few quick things. We want to remind everyone to visit our show page over at Anchor.fm/slash Karibo Shoe Podcast. You can find all of our episodes there, as well as links on all the services that we're available on. Those services include Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, 
Pocket Casts, Overcast, and through the Anchor app, which is available on both iOS and Android. We'd also like to take this time to ask you to rate our show on Apple Podcast or on Google Podcast if you enjoy it. We really appreciate that. And lastly, you can follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at Karibo Shoe Pod, and we're on Instagram at, at Karibo Shoe Podcast. I want to thank you once again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.